All right. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday morning, November 16th edition of the AM show hosted, as always, live on Alphament. I want to thank everybody for tuning in this morning. A lot of fresh faces, as always, and a huge membership sign up on Alphament yesterday. Looking really good. Uh, always appreciate new people checking us out and uh, deciding to sign up and uh, head on over to the Moon Lounge. So great to see some faces. And uh, we even had some new members contributing in a huge way yesterday. Um, we've got a pretty good show today. Lots happened again. NFTs, crypto, all that stuff. Uh, the, the market is moving and things are happening. Uh, as always, I am your host, Claude Cobain, and I'm joined with me by the man who, whose baby apes hot take didn't age very well, Mr. Uh, free market capitalist. Hey, now. About to be run down on the mean streets of New York by a transport truck. So, <laughs> um, how was your day yesterday? How, how are things? You had a good bubble bath, I, I heard, in the middle of our live uh, voice chat yesterday. Yes, my day was very good and relaxing after the show. The show ran a little long, and it was worth it because we had some great analysis towards the end on Weth offers. Uh, my day was pretty great. It was kind of a busy one in the NFT world and, and a bit of a pullback in crypto land. Yeah, that's a great place to start. So uh, we're going to lead off with, as always, a little quick overview on the crypto market as it does affect NFTs. Um, yeah, Looking at, you know, a seven to 10% pullback across the, uh, the whole market. The market was over, t- uh, $3 trillion yesterday, now sitting at about 2.75 trillion. So, um, uh, you know, in, in gross dollar amount, pretty big pullback. Uh, Bitcoin hovering just over 60,000 right now. Ethereum pulled all the way back to about 4,200 before bouncing a little bit. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it's always funny listening to the mainstream media describe this as a bloodbath and, uh, 10% pullback is just what i call a tuesday in crypto space so uh nothing (laughs) to be alarmed about yet um some some of the i guess speculation on why that's happening is uh there were some margin longs that uh got a little bit um destroyed wrecked as they say things dumped a little bit down to bitcoin for the first time in a little bit dropped below sixty thousand. um also some speculation that uh you know, the uh, the infrastructure bill being signed yesterday has to do with this. But I think everyone saw that coming. Everybody knew it's happening. Uh, the roadmap for that to have some impact is still um, over a year away. And I think that that was typically baked into the price already. But I don't know. You got any any thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, we call these known unknowns in <clears throat> the traditional markets. But anything you know about is already priced in. Believe me, you're not getting any anything earlier inside if you're figuring it out on Twitter. All right. So these type of things are not what's affecting it. It's short term market mechanics that affect price on a daily basis. It has nothing to do with the long term uh, story about whatever the underlying asset is. That takes a lot of time to play out. And as we know, there's plenty of volatility in between. This is not a fun pullback. But it certainly doesn't feel like one of those oh crap moments. And Twitter is always a little more exaggerated than other assets. So, you know, a 10% pullback is like a 2% pullback in the stock market. And that's where we are. It'll be interesting to see because we always say that when Ethereum starts to have a big run up, NFTs take a beating. Well, when Ethereum starts to uh, draw back a little bit, do you think the NFTs go up or is it just like... (laughs) completely uncorrelated uh, uncorrelated and um right you know we're just it's, we're just looking at the tea leaves 
it's correlated in the terms of money rotation, but it's not correlated in the terms of it's more expensive in USD, which is how people tend to frame it, which is why I say it's always a transient effect. The, the It's not a long-term rotation out of NFTs. It's a short-term rotation into spot. And over the last three years, it's come back into NFTs harder every time, though we just don't know if it's going to be two weeks, six weeks, two months, six months. Uh, we've, you know, we've gone through eight-month bear markets and NFTs where this is not a bear market. Like I still get offers into my email box, right? That never happened. Even back in February, when you're buying and collecting NFTs and seeing all these big sales go off, you weren't getting offers from OpenSea in your email box. It was rare. You'd get one a month. And we're not anywhere near that type of uh, atmosphere yet. So, Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's all we need to touch on in this. You know what? Given given the trend that we've been on in the last month where it's just gone up, 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 uh, a little bit of a pullback and some consolidation, uh, I don't think is the, the worst thing in the world. Um, definitely, to me, just feels like a bit of a bear trap. Definitely no cause for panic yet. So uh, I think that's all we need to say in that regard. Let's take a quick look at WGMI.io at some of the uh, NFT trends. And we are still deep in the green on the seven-day change. So at least encouraging for NFTs. Uh, I think that we're um, you know <laughs> seeing more and more projects mint out. There was a couple yesterday that uh, did pretty well. Um in terms of the seven day trend, the person uh, or the, the project leading the uh, charge is void. Visitors of I'm a DGEN, something I've never heard of. Have you? Yeah, I don't know anything about this project. I know we have some alpha men- members in it, but I think you were telling me about a really not suspicious, but interesting buy. Yeah. Uh, of what? 81 of these things? Yeah. So I um, when I saw that at the top of the list, uh, it wasn't there yesterday. So it did do a, about a 20 percent run up on the floor yesterday. Uh, this is a project that dropped about three months ago. Um, 2.2 thousand in volume. So it never really saw like a huge hype cycle, but I, I wasn't familiar with it at the time. And, and this is my first time seeing it. But um, looking at some of the activities, seeing what was going on on it yesterday, uh, a single wallet just went absolutely crazy in the span of an hour and bought over 81 of these. Now, they've since started transferring them around. I'm not going to do any kind of blockchain detective work on this to see what's going on. Um, but it did kind of just lead me to the website, took a look at it. Like, I have mixed feelings about it. The actual NFTs themselves are um, not amazing 3D work. 3D doesn't play. These aren't overly appealing. I... I don't know. I can't imagine too many people rocking these as their PFP, but it does seem to be some kind of metaverse play. Uh, <laughs> the video on the website was actually pretty funny. These things are dancing around and it was pretty, pretty high quality uh, 3D work, if I'm being honest with you. But yeah, looking forward into this project, uh, it does seem to tease that something else is coming. There was the void. There's the Win Lambo uh, little. They're kind of cute alien looks like pets that they had. Um, and a third drop is being teased. So there seems to be something on the horizon. And obviously, if somebody's scooping up uh, 80 of these plus in an hour, um, they know something. I, I don't think that I'm going to take a position on this. But if you're you're looking for um, uh, a project that's probably you're able to get in low and, and start to hold for a little bit, maybe this is one. So just something that popped up and I thought was interesting. Don't think we need to talk too much more about that. I don't know if you even have any takes on it. I would. 
uh, ask around the D-Gen Dojo because there may be a couple Alpha Mint members that know more. Uh, so I know if you were in it. Uh, seem, definitely seems like there's some smoke there. So Yeah, and where there's smoke, there is typically weed as uh, free market would say um oh fire sorry yes uh uh, other changes going on in the on wgmi winter bears having a nice little run up up 100 percent in the last week mecca continues to run up 100 percent in the last week uh we didn't have much mecca fodder in the last little bit so (laughs) not sure if i'm happy or sad to see that come back up but you know what never can't really shit on the success of somebody but look, this is a this is a good case study for anyone to look, right? I mean, you see it in the stock market all the time. Some terrible quarterly report or some awful news comes out about a stock. And for weeks or even a month or two months, the thing just gets battered and it gets so low that you're like, this thing's going to go to zero. It's going out of business anytime soon. Everything has mean reversion. Everything bounces back a bit. And Mecco is definitely due for that type of mean reversion. Color me surprised it's gotten as high as it has. But, you know, we could just chalk that up to this new Coinbase effect. If Coinbase tweets out your collection, it's going to see that bump. So, yeah, we've had some really interesting discussions about Coinbase and the DGen Dojo as well as if they can solve some of the issues regarding projects that seem to fall below that 0.02 ETH floor where a gas is just so expensive in comparison to the purchase price uh that people can't touch them and it would be interesting to see as those wallets come online if uh if people start scrounging the floor and if coinbase makes it accessible for them too so uh only time will tell i still think we have a little bit to wait in regards to coinbase but uh exciting times on the horizon nonetheless so um other than that, Mutant Cats is doing pretty well. The Board Ape, Mutant Ape, all that we talked about yesterday, doing pretty well. Stoner Cats having a good run up to yesterday and on the seven day trend. So if you look at the seven day down, not a lot of projects are really uh, striking me as down a lot or even, you know, on the radar of things you should be watching. There's a couple things. Ether Orcs is still a little bit depressed, but uh, I don't think any concern there for from the Orc horde. I mean, Ether Orcs is a long play. It's a it's a game. It's active. And there was a bit of interest as the raid started. Zug had rallied a bit, but now Zug is kind of pulled back. You know, Sneaky Ninja, which is one of the whales in Orcs, has a good hundred to get through that he's going to keep dumping on the floor because he's taken a loss there. So he doesn't really care. He's just going to keep undercutting until he gets uh, a portion of his ETH back. So we got to work through that supply. We, we still like orcs. I'm not sure if the announcement was made already, but there is a lot of heat around Woody's uh, that they could be the next uh, Coinbase mention. Interesting. So I'm not sure if it's happened yet, but, you know, people always know these things ahead of time. So look out for Woody's, which have been, you know, they had their moment and have, have been caught up in the crash as well. So that could be another, you know, short term flip. So I want to uh, just turn our attention to Twitter a little bit while we're still talking about news and really quickly go over um, a hack that happened to another board ape. We did talk about this briefly either last week or the week before, but it was about a, um, you know, seeking out a private deal on, uh, you know, a secondary um kind of source right so you know these are high profile nfts that are moving lots of money around and a lot of people sometimes source out some buyers uh, away from OpenSea and, and kind of negotiate a side deal um, one of the things that's happening and I've, i 
for some reason, you probably have your opinions on this. It does seem to be targeted to more towards board apes or at least successful against board apes. But uh, yeah, so essentially two people are negotiating a deal. They try and set up something on um, what's that? Uh, what's that site that they're they've been negotiating through? NFT swap. Don't quote me. We NFT, look, NFT trader. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. NFT trader. Yeah, it was yeah, right NFT there. Trader. Anyways, so it's it's not this isn't actually happening through NFT trader. It's somebody impersonating um somebody that's interested in buying on NFT trader. Anyways, they try and set it up, but obviously the deal isn't set up properly on that system. So they get devs involved and I'm now I'm air quoting the devs. Um these are people that are setting up their pro Discord profiles to look like the NFT trader devs. They get them onto a video call to try and help walk them through the steps of how to set this up. Of course, they continually um, run into some errors and the devs have to start trying to get creative on how to fix this. Shubang made a great point in uh, in the DGen Dojo that like once you go through step one, two and three, like once you you follow a couple steps, I mean, they have you hooked like you are now just a zombie following the steps that they they tell you to do. Um, yeah. So anyways, they start going through these steps. It starts getting more elaborate. Oh, I don't know what's going on here. Don't know what's going on there. And then they ask you, well, let's try and, and, and switch the language that your, um, your MetaMask is set into and see if we can kind of reset through that because sometimes that works, uh, which it doesn't, by the way. So anyways, they end up now you can't, you know, they do it in Arabic or whatever, and you can't read it. But now they start walking you through steps and you don't know where you're going and they get you to basically hit the seed, uh, reveal seed phrase button. They screen grab it. And then, um, you know, by the time you have any uh, ability to react to it, they drain your account. This person actually on Twitter looks like they're being held hostage. The They, they posted some uh, DMs after saying, you know, we just scammed a quarter of a million bucks from you like you know if, if you want to sign a contract we'll give you half of it back and sign a contract saying that you know you're gonna let us keep half i i don't <laughs> i have no idea what the legal ramifications are for that like i don't think that you just get to say like i stole this from you but i'll give you a bit back if you if you uh sign this sign on the dotted line but regardless um sucks that that happened will be interesting to see uh how that community you know, kind of rallies around the person to to help them out because I know they have in the past, which is kind of dangerous because then you open up the, you know, the the opportunity to pretend you got scammed. There were some people saying that this was a a, a tax kind of uh, fraud situation, so um, I hope that's not the case. But that <clears throat> there's probably no legal ability. You know, you can't yeah, claim yeah, your I don't money think was so. stolen. Yeah. I'm not going to pay my taxes. Um. You know, this is Oh no, it, apparently if you get hacked, you are you don't have to pay the tax on that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, wow. apparently that's okay. a real thing. I did not know that. Oh, interesting. Um so uh, you know, and I don't want to knock this community. They're uh, they're an amazing amazing force in NFTs and are redefining what they are, but maybe they need some sort of community education because, you know, most of these guys who own apes and weren't really in crypto that much. They came from Top Shot. If people don't know, Bored Apes was born in a Top Shot Discord um, by people who were just in love with the whole Top Shot phenomenon. And after that crashed in late February, uh, some guys in there got to building. As we know, you know, you build during bears. And they put together this Bored Ape Yacht Club. So a lot of these guys are not very sophisticated. You can buy Top Shot with a credit card. You never have to interface with crypto. And this was a lot of their first time, you know, experience with a MetaMask wallet and yeah. doing this. 
you don't see this happening to punks for a reason. You know, the people who own punks are devs. These are techies. These are guys who have OGs, been in this yeah. yeah, a long time. So it's it's they these guys know who to target. They're targeting apes right now. And you really have to be educated and vigilant. Like, I don't ever, and I mean, I've been doing this a while. I don't ever see a reason to negotiate a deal anywhere except OpenSea, right? Go, you can go into the Discord. You could say, I want to sell this. Maybe you can arrange something privately. You put the address on OpenSea, period. That's the only way you should ever negotiate a private deal, in my opinion. And I know that these other escrow third place marketplaces are popping up. But I mean, you can just see how easy it, easy it is to be socially engineered uh, yeah. by these guys. And I don't mean human easy weakness is I, the uh, biggest point of attack in any yeah. security um, issue. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, learn the lessons from these things. Always keep your keys private. And it's just, you know, I, r- try to stick to open sea. There's almost no reason even for private deals to go anywhere else. Yep. Uh, it sucks to see that happen. Hopefully it gets resolved properly. Um, but yeah, stay safe out there. And whenever you see something that is just not, you know, not jiving with you, just it's not worth it. You know, 2.5% is better than 100%. Oh, for sure. So um, moving on, you brought something to my attention. A little bit of play that you might be looking at is the Burger King responding to fast food friends. You jumped in the DGen Dojo last night and said, take a look at this and um, maybe buy. Uh, they responded to uh, fast food friends. They said, show my your favorite friend. Good spelling there. Uh, Burger King responded with it. You. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, this, uh, I, maybe maybe something to look at there. So fast food friends, uh, when did that drop? I I think it dropped in August. This collection has been out for a while. Yeah. It's little it's little peppy frogs and different fast food outfits with different traits. So I was out to dinner when this happened, and I remember the collection in the back of my mind, but I didn't mint it. I didn't know anything about it, but I know how long these news cycles tend to last and it usually takes about 24 to 48 hours for a mainstream media tweet into the crypto world that then gets regurgitated back into all the news sources and stuff like that. So I thought to myself, well, maybe fast food friends is going to be a play as people see some sort of, you know, partnership with Burger King or a sign Burger King is getting into it. I actually haven't checked the floor because again, this all happened while I was out last night. And I didn't see, but they're little peppies. Everyone's got to have a peppy in their collection. So I thought, you know, I didn't put it in my alpha channel as I hadn't done the DD on this, but I just thought it would be maybe a good, quick uh, response to news type of play. And I thought, you know, they're very cool NFTs and it may be something there. It may be not, but I think it's a pretty cool. It, it reminds me of the Fallon thing, right? Yeah. As these mainstream things happen, and it gets eyeballs that wouldn't normally be on NFTs on NFTs. I think it's only good. Honestly, I like Burger King more than I like Jimmy Fallon. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, it's actually funny, too. I'm looking at the activity on it. So really quickly, just going over it. They dropped back in August. They did actually have quite a run up in uh, in October that I didn't realize. But the average price sold in October was 0.75. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. What's, the, what's the supply? Uh, 5,555. So not a terrible okay. play. I might actually start looking at this a little bit more. It, when you <laughs> when you dropped it, I checked it out on OpenSea. And the yeah. biggest reaction to that tweet was seeing Dirty Milk and Charlie uh, buy them. So, <laughs> uh, you can definitely trace back the second that you dropped it in the, the dojo just based on those little purchases right there. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, you know what? For a, a cheap little pickup, a floor of 0.12, if you have some extra liquidity that you're not worried about, uh, flipping anytime soon, might not be the worst play just to, to get in and hold for, I don't know, a month or two and, and see if you get some action on it. So um, that had anything that had a moment last cycle will have a moment next cycle. Yes. Ninety nine percent of projects go to zero, but the one percent that don't will have moments again in subsequent cycles. So, you know, you got to have a peppy in your collection. There's your justification. Uh, NFA DYOR. You don't have to have a peppy in your collection. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yes, you do. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let's talk about, um, and if we're going to go on things you were right about, typically, let's talk about things you were wrong about. Artifact and making an announcement yesterday after you definitively said that Clonex was happening this week. Okay. Nothing. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, honestly, you have no control over this. No, you were I, just I, relaying I information that was given to them. And, the, you know, they did announce that it was going to be the 18th this week that the presale is going live. It was the first hard date that they'd ever gotten or ever given. Um, so I'm I'm only just teasing you. But uh, yeah, they, they have pushed the date back to the 27th for presale, 29th for public sale. Any information on that? So one of the hardest things with a generative project are doubles or dupes, right? You know, you've seen it with projects that are lazy or maybe didn't quite double check. But sometimes even if you do double check, you know, think about the probabilities here and these astronomical numbers. If you get a double, you know, that that really is a scar in your collection because now you have two angry customers and people go, well, maybe there are more and and you don't want to have dupes. So it seems that. Artifact was still getting a few dupes. They check every single one with a human being, uh, and they're all checking all thousands again, trying to eliminate the dupes. Uh, They gave you the standard. We've been working on this for five months. We want to do it right, all that type of stuff. But again, just seems like technical reasons that they're delaying it another week. They did say that the 27th is the final final. Like, they made a very... They were like, there's no way it's changing again. Uh, I mean, I guess take that as you will. Yeah, you know what? I actually don't like that they did that because, again, you're just you're setting yourself up for disaster. Like, I think you could be a little more ambiguous about that kind of statement. Say, look, we want to make sure that everything is. I think that that's. um, Was that what Mecca did? When they started delaying the reveal for a while, they were they were trying to yeah. get something right. Like they sold and the reveal, like you know, talk shit all you want about Mecca. I just didn't really love the art. I, I don't, you know, they were they <laughs> Let's were just say they didn't get it right. No, they didn't get it right, <laughs> even but, with that extra time. <laughs> but um, I, I suppose it could have been a lot worse if they had, uh, you know, released this gen art that was just looking. Like, you know, if the, the, the traits are off or whatever, I don't know. So get the project right. That's all good. But, you know, the second that you put hard dates on there, you're just asking for 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 trouble if you're going to go back on them again. So 
had they said Q4 from the beginning, nobody would be complaining right now. But first it was, you know, end of September, early October. Then it changed to mid-October and they kept kicking the can until now. So, you know, we'll see. But they've had my 30 ETH locked up for I don't know how long and I'd like to unlock it. There you go. Uh, all right. And then finally, probably not finally, we, we have a couple of things to go over, but, uh, the big thing that happened yesterday was the, uh, rise and fall of Rajesh in the Dijan Dojo. Um, I, I say that a little tongue in cheek. He, uh, he had, (laughs) he had nothing to do with this, but Rajesh made (laughs) a, a great alpha call on the baby apes, uh, little baby apes club. Uh, a bunch of people jumped in and that floor was going ridiculous. Yesterday it was up to, I think, 0.8 as the volume just kept going and going, going. The board apes did not say anything negative against them, which, you know, the stamp of approval, blah, blah, blah. And then the wheels absolutely fell off the wagon and things got ugly. <laughs> it was, uh, it, yeah, it was a bit of a shit show. So Beanie. Uh, tweeted out and I'm not sure if he broke it, but it was the first thing that I saw was um, if you're buying little baby ape club, uh, you're going to get wrecked. It's really racist. There's an urban legend about black people being taken around Southern golf courses with jam on their head to keep flies away. Uh, plus they have skinhead traits. Both are um, traits that are in the little baby club. And you pointed out that there was a third Reich helmet in there as well. Um one of those things that maybe gets glossed over in the hype, but, you know, after a couple hours, people start to, you know, share these things and people start going, hmm, like that doesn't seem right. So, uh, yeah, the ridiculousness of this doesn't actually end there. Um, as it turns out, there was a contract that was made on the Ethereum blockchain I think five or six days before this one was released that actually had all of the information um, and the metadata and all of that stuff from this project on there. They silently released it or um, deployed the contract to Ethereum and did nothing with it because they wanted to do a sneaky stealth drop. But when I say nothing, he didn't even claim the Twitter handle. He didn't make a website for it. Like there was nothing pointing back to this. Well, somebody uh, apparently caught on to this copied the contract all of the metadata everything redeployed it under their own grabbed all of the socials and launched this project what the hell this is that's that's this is the most incredible thing i've ever heard but the art was all from the original one so this guy Basically was pulling a scam, a rug. It was super successful. He opened a discord for it. People were in there. He was in there engaging with them. He had basically just hijacked this project. And then all of a sudden people were like, oh, it's really racist. And he just fucking bailed. I stole a KKK manifesto. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Like, you can't write this stuff. Like, so he he runs away with all of this money. I don't, I don't know if, you know, OpenSea will release the secondaries to him or if that's built into the contract, whatever. Um, but, yeah, he rugged a ton of money. The floor just absolutely plummeted to 0.004. I think it's probably lower than that now. Haven't even checked. Um, but what like an insane turn of events. And then the original dev of the first contract is on Twitter spaces last night saying he wants to still launch a project, but they're like, but dude, you like, 
you know, not only did you fuck up because you didn't protect your your contract in the first place, you didn't claim any of the socials. This went absolutely haywire. Now you're still trying to do it. And by the way, all of your artwork was racist. There is so much here. I don't even know how to unpack all of it, but this is an incredible three day drama that unfolded in front of our eyes. And I mean, it it is it. It you know first of all like why why would you put your contract up there before you did anything I mean people watch Moby now everyone listening if you don't know what Moby is it's an ability to see when contracts go up live and smart traders are watching that all the time mm-hmm. to see if there's a stealth drop or anything don't ever post your contract until you've taken care of everything else that should be the last thing that ever happens in your project. Um, and I mean, you know, the, but the racist stuff goes without saying there's no place for it. It's disgusting. And I mean, I, I don't know how and why this keeps happening, but it just seems that uh, these, these type of screw ups while entertaining uh, certainly are very NFT. It's, it's this unique thing. Uh, it really was kind of interesting to see it unfold, but I think those are going to die now. And let's see, though. I believe we're going to now oh see God. a baby trend. Ugh. A bit. A what? 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 No. No. You know. I, I mean, I just pulled it up on. Uh, I pulled it up on OpenSea. The floor is back up to point one five. Um. And uh, I mean, Jungle Freaks rebound. Oh God! Uh, yeah. This isn't. This isn't surprising. It's. You know. Like we say with every, this is a deregulated market, and we already know there's a market for hate. I mean, we see it yeah. in every corner of the world, regardless of what the type of hate is. So, you know, this is just unfair. This is why, and I say this a lot, while you want your L1s decentralized, you do want centralization because this type of stuff shouldn't be sold and abdicated for or verified by open. Yeah. Uh- a tough look. I mean, there was a point in time where like the drop was happening. We were talking about it in the dojo and everyone was like, I can't believe people are still buying it. And then it's like, well, maybe, you know, the the word isn't out yet. But like this is a, a strong, a strong rebound, which is um, kind of disappointing to see. But, uh, you know, the, the, the person who kind of double rugged, I guess we could call it on this project was like, um, you know, they already made off with a hundred Ethereum and uh, let's not, let's not contribute more to that. So uh, on, on a, at least lighter note about it, like there was some, some wild, wild chat in the DGen dojo, just like um, in a, in a joking manner, just uh, given Rajesh the gears about that. But uh, honestly, <laughs> like, like we said, there's um, he has no affiliation with it and definitely not, not his fault, but uh, yeah, he went from a uh, MVP to um, normie in a, uh, in about uh, 12 hours there. <laughs> from, uh, we used to say in poker from penthouse to outhouse, cause yeah. you could 10 X your stack and then be knocked out of the tournament in the next hand by someone with a bigger stack. Uh, they say, don't, if you come for the king, don't miss. And they did not miss. Rest in peace, Rajesh. From Busto to Robusto, back <laughs> to Busto. <laughs> we love you. Great call. Uh, that's really the only thing anybody should take away as far as Rajesh goes. Fabulous yeah. call. Nothing else uh, had anything to do with it. So, 
Great so call, bud. If you want to turn in, tune in at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, we will be doing the live Rajesh roast um, where we're going to bring on Dirty. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Old school. That's yeah. Like, a TBT. Um, speaking of great calls, uh, a new Alpha Mint Moon Lounge member by the name of Seb made a, a call on Braindrops yesterday, and a bunch of us were in the voice chat. I know Scott was able to mint. Uh, Seb was able to mint, too. And this ended up being maybe the drop of the day. Uh, you didn't, correct me if I'm wrong. No, I was not involved in this one. I was listening from the comfort of my bubble bath mm-hmm. uh, as this drop happened. And it was pretty, you know, this is a gen art drop. Uh, and we know that gen art is not very, well, I, you know, this is AI art. I shouldn't even say it's gen art because there is a distinction and this is a different branch. And I would say if gen starts to get hot again, it's going to be this AI niche, uh, that's developing, um, gas spiked. I want to say to a thousand during the drop. It, it was one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. This is a drop by Claire Silver. If you guys don't know her, she's a punk uh, who I've followed for a very long time. Really smart person in the NFT world. Uh, this was her drop. So that's why you had so much support from important accounts. And obviously that, you know, that rolls down into uh, everybody else wanting to buy. Gas spiked. And it was one hell of a successful mint on his first day in Alpha Mint. Shout yeah. out to Seb. I think... Uh, uh, uh they were being sold for well over an ETH, depending on the rarity. Um, I know that the f- base floor of it was about at 0. 0.8, 0. 0.9 yesterday. So getting in on the, it was a 0. 0.1 drop uh, with a little bit of gas to it, but a successful flip. And uh, I mean, it's holding its floor at 1.5 right now, but um, the floor on that might be a little bit of an illusion. There are a bunch of different like styles within this, and some of them did dump a little bit harder than others but uh depending on what you pulled yeah the floor does start to rise pretty quickly so great call there awesome to have you in and um pretty fun voice chat yesterday actually too it did go probably for a couple hours very cool i i think it was a simultaneous launch with the flur token Oh, yes, that's uh, right. I didn't. Uh, which I, is, yeah. That held my attention uh, for about five minutes and then we moved did on. Did you see the chart? Did you see the chart this morning? No. Oh, no, I didn't. Um, I knew it was <laughs> wild after the first little bit. Uh, it was potted to shit. Like, I, I can't imagine anybody. Yeah. If, let's just say, if, I'll pull if the chart we up right had, now. Yeah. If we had jumped in, like, right when the public kind of had a chance. Oh. if we jumped in right when the public kind of had a chance you probably could have three or five x but if you didn't take your three or five x you are at a pretty you know 80 percent down no you know i actually don't think you could have too because while i I was watching it when it dropped and there was one bot in there that did like the scale up order it had Uh. it had like probably 50 transactions that probably totaled maybe 30 40 eth in it um yeah. all the meanwhile there are people buying in between those but he's doing these small little little um she she no 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 whoever had the bot yeah yeah uh, she i don't think it was I'm fleur kidding. doing the bot. I'm oh kidding. yeah maybe I'm it kidding. was I'm just- <laughs> i also shouldn't assume that the person botting was a he but uh, regardless like they did it because the slippage is so high that you don't want to put in a big transaction and get sandwiched on that transaction um right but just tiny little ones they were scaling up from like point zero five all the way up to like point three but like all in the same literal second 
Um, all the meanwhile, other people are buying in there. And then once it kind of hit the top, they just sold like 50 ETH worth. So uh, I don't think that there is any chance for a profit on that one. And uh, by Disgusting. and large, we, we typically say stay away from Fleur at your own it risk. Was- yeah, it was a disgusting cash grab by the most famous pump and dumper in the game. I don't think any of us were itching to buy. Just shameless, we yeah. Were, yeah, we were kind of just watching uh, to see to see it. And it's, you know, they, they tried to play into the meme thing. I-L-Y, I love you is the name of the coin. Well, fuck you. And that's all I have to say about that. Oh, uh, someone just posted, Flippa just posted um, that another board ape was uh, a victim of a hack kept their assets on metamask just pulling this up right now and they lost four board apes so <laughs> so a million dollars just buy a hardware just wallet shag. please just like if you have a fucking ape man buy buy four hardware wallets and split it up I, you know this is a million dollars and this is like magic internet money that is very easy to take from you if you're careless so please the hacker pretended to be someone i knew and asked me to screen share my pc it sounds like kind of the same thing um oof. we don't have to talk about that much more i'll, I'll follow the story along and see what actually i wouldn't happens, screen just- share i wouldn't screen share my pc with my mother i don't know what these people are doing <laughs> as i'm screen sharing live right now <laughs> perfect thanks <laughs> uh yeah yeah i'm, I'm gonna get yeah. doxxed based on my targeted ads <laughs> liver damage they're gonna be hanging outside the local <laughs> liquor establishment and you're smart you have hardware wallets you're okay <laughs> um okay so let's touch on the last piece of big uh news yesterday was the ape in um token well the token drops coming today but there was a whitelist for it you know a little bit more about this than i do but it's timbaland's project he's releasing a DAO of it looks like 3000 nfts they are going to release the DAO token and this is going to be centered around the board ape universe yeah this is one of the big pieces of news i think that came out over the weekend along with jimmy fallon that kind of spurred this whole board ape mania the last few days and Yesterday during the show, the link to the Discord was dropped, and I know a few Alpha Mint members were actually able to get in and get whitelisted for the tokens, which are going to be an airdrop today. So I hope you guys bank. That's really cool. It, if we look at the whitelist, it looks like it's going to be kind of a, a traditional production company that is crypto and ape focused. They want to line up acts. They want to support them. And like you said, it's also a DAO. And, you know, I, DAO is such a misused term and it's a very hot trend right now. But I really do think DAOs put together by competent, popular people with real missions are going to be a force. I, I think this is the new template for corporations. And, no, you know, yeah, just like we say with everything, 90% of them out there are going to fail I do think these type of models have legs, and I think this is a really cool project. So congratulations to anybody who's involved either with Apes or the token whitelist today. And you want to talk about somebody who is deeply connected in the entertainment industry. Look no further than Timbaland, who has been around forever. Like, I mean, yeah. There's yeah, there's I no mean, question that if you want somebody leading the charge on a project like this, and like we said yesterday, you want to you you want to talk about establishing um, your name as the premier 
or your brand as the premier um, brand <laughs> redundancy. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? No, absolutely. I, you know, it, I think that when we, when a really large producer who has been kind of at the behest of traditional corporations and web two sees this opportunity to decentralize and create the company they want, it's really heartening to see them go after it. So I'll be following this one closely, even though I missed the whitelist by three minutes and I'm still kind of salty this morning. So congrats to everyone who made it. You got it. Uh, quick, Follow-ups from yesterday, we were looking at See My Cats. Uh, it is confirmed that that uh, Zombies project is starting today at 4 p.m. Uh, Lucas, if you're listening, please participate and don't fud my bags. No, honestly, um, <laughs> like we said yesterday, I, I just I just wanted to re-bring it up just because it has actually been announced uh, after the fact that it is starting today. Um, if you have any interest in it, go check it out. But honestly, like we said, this is kind of a make or break moment for this project. And and honest, I, I'm not expecting much from it. Yeah, they really botched the second phase of their game. Uh, Good I, news, it, though. Apparently, they do want royalties now. Thank God. I mean, you <laughs> Maybe know, too, I, little, I, too late. I don't know. Yeah, that's the only problem. Like, I'm glad they recognize that a well-funded team is a happy team that delivers. Uh, but again, could be too little, too late. This does go in Uncle Freeze category of historic. And I do think all these, you know, <laughs> you've got all a, these a big historic hidden folder. I'm guessing I do. I do. <laughs> and, you know, these aren't trades. These aren't going to moon anytime soon, but uh, I'll say it again. Everything happening this year is historic. Uh, cats had a moment. It was a copy of mice. Uh, but at the same time, I do think this is an important year and an important project that, uh, you know, I'll play the game. It's fun. The zombies look kind of cool. I know some people hate them. Uh, it's an on-chain, level up, dig up, mint more type of game, which is fun if you can afford it, but can get pricey. Uh, C-M-Y-K, cats. So it's basically like the printer colors. That's what they were playing off of uh, if you want to find it on OpenSea. Uh, yeah, go check it out. Also, I just I was um, on another screen looking through my hidden folder real quick, and I just realized that uh, OpenSea actually changed the um, NFT. I'm going to pull it up. The um, the preview screen to say content not available yet for things that haven't uh, revealed. Did you notice that? Yes. Yes. Uh, it's I, I noticed it for the first time yesterday on the, the Kaiju failed experiment NFT. Yeah. Great little change, they, actually. Yeah, it's really smart. Uh, I think there's a, so many UI changes that would both improve the experience and make it safer for people. And then there are some I dislike, like putting the dollar price there. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, we'll see uh, how, how it's received. But I do like that they're adding these type of features as they tend to be slow to roll them out. Yeah, for anyone watching, um, well, this is being recorded for YouTube, but for anyone watching, I'm showing ice cream cat, ice cream cat's parlor. Do not touch that with a ten foot pole. That is deep in my hidden folder and probably never coming out. So, um, yeah. And then finally, I actually just had one shout out that I wanted to give. Uh, we've had him up on the stage a couple times. I'm not sure if he's listening right now, but uh, Joshua Cottrell actually just released his uh, secondary project um he's the founder of shroom heads which is like a 69 
um, artwork drop of some various shroom heads. I always thought that they looked pretty cool. They're all one of ones. He's done a lot of work on them. Had some volume traded, so a, a great little passion project for him. But he released Curios yesterday um, on OpenSea to a little bit of success as well. So awesome to see that. Did you uh, manage to check that out? I did. I saw, I was able to see some previews on my Discord, but I haven't even logged on uh, this morning. And it's one of the first things I'm going to go check out. It looks really cool. I think the one I saw was a... Oh, cool. Yeah, the one I saw was maybe a deer or a cow head within the floating uh, glass dome head sipping a shroom tea, which is very good, uh, by the way, for anyone that wants to try that. Microdose your way to happiness. Uh, (laughs) Definitely not any kind of advice. No, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. uh, Pretty real, really incredible art and uh, so pumped on that new collection. I'm going to go check it out. Uh, speaking speaking of the man himself he is up on the stage right now i saw him raise his hand so i figured i would bring him up and uh let him let him give a little shout out to his his work tell us about curios hey guys (laughs) (laughs) sounds like he might have been microdosing him no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) every morning man yeah, I got to do it right. No, no, imbibe responsibly. Speak to a medical <laughs> professional, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. In uh, a legal state. Set setting. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Curious launch yesterday. Um, I just put up, I believe, only seven of the the initial designs, but I'll yes, be putting up more as we go over the coming days. Uh, sold a f- two, three of them, I think, and I'm running a couple giveaways. So if anybody wants to participate in the giveaways. You can come join the Discord, or I'll, I'll post a link in the AM chat. Um, but yeah, it's been a cool passion project, combining some uh, GAN-generated worlds that I've been playing around with with my actual my actual drawing and illustrations. Um, and eventually, I love those we'll backgrounds. Actually, man, they look great. Right? Yeah, I know. It, it, that was I was very very happy with with the result. It took a little bit of tweaking to figure them out, but I really like them. Um, and eventually it'll cross over with some of my physical sculptural pieces. So a couple of the, uh, a couple of the current designs will include an actual physical sculpture with the piece. Amazing. Love that. Love that. That's really cool. Um, you know, honestly, this is a good time to segue. Josh, you can stay up here if you want. Uh, that's all of the, unless you had anything you wanted to finish off with. To free market. Oh, to me? No, no, no. That's let's uh, let's Q and A this. Yeah. So um, for the new listeners, uh, at the end of the show, we normally run for about half an hour, forty five minutes, then open it up to a Q and A session, um, and we keep it going for you know almost as long as we have some action on it. So um, you know, Josh is our I could be our our first guest up here, but I also see um, Cass with his hand up, I'm also a new member of the Moon Lounge. So I'm going to invite him up too, Josh. You can you can chill with us if you want, or you can whatever you want. Cass, what's going on, man? It's good, guys. Yeah, okay. I feel a bit more energized today. Yeah, you haven't been up for 72 hours. You got a good night's sleep. Yeah, something like that. And then the missus was telling me about, like, I'm going to leave you. And I was like, NFTs, wife, NFTs, wife. Oh. I think, wife. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I had no option, dude, or there was, there was no babysitter. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um i'm just gonna i'm gonna completely stay away from this conversation <laughs> <laughs> no i'm joking i'm joking all good shout um, out to my beautiful partner panushi uh love you 
I, I love my baby as well. I can't even lie. And I had to really grovel. I really had to grovel. Um, well, yeah, no, there's a few questions, really. Um, one, what's your guys' take on the whole AI side of NFTs and AI side of blockchain? Oh, yeah, the blockchain space incorporating NF, um, an NFT or an INFT or AI in general? Um, well, so... You know, like I was saying before, there's kind of a branch off category of generative art called um, a, which they term AI, and it's much more you know let the computer, as you know, do a lot, like throw a picture in or throw some colors in, give it some parameters, see what the computer comes up with. I think it's going to be the next trend in generative art, um, as art blocks and these traditional it's created while you mint things kind of have a violent, you know, the really bad correction, which are still seeing lower floors, even as the rest of the market bounces back. I think the one niche, this AI niche is going to be very popular. Um, so I would look out for any project with that term in it. I think that is going to be a mini trend in this next cycle. It'll be um, interesting to see where that, um, like it goes to, because they do seem to be getting better and better, obviously dealing with, um, with art, uh, it becomes a little bit more complicated, but um, even just like the AI generated copy, have you seen those? The like they'll they'll write all of the copy for your website and stuff like that. Like <laughs> you just put in yeah. some parameters, and it's like it's fucking good, crazy. And like even some of like the the music and stuff, it gets hilarious when you you start to like let AI write an episode of a TV show or something. But um, right. It's not quite like quite cohesive there yet, but like, yeah, when it's like coming to like selling a product or something, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. You would think that maybe that's something that's hard to replace, but it, it just right. kind of gets it. Um, the artwork, when I look at it, I still kind of get shades of those like pictures that people put out and like, this is what it feels like to have a stroke. And when you're like looking at it, like you can't really recognize anything on it. Like it's a bit better than that, but like, there's just a, still like that weird, like morph to it. I still think that a lot of the artwork is beautiful. Like even just that stuff that was dropped yesterday, the, um, uh, the, uh, brain drops was like some of that shit looked, looked pretty good. So it'll be a, 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 interesting and exciting to see where that goes. No, I can also, I, I, I Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, guys, I was just going to hop in and say from an art perspective as well, like I think we, I was thinking about this for my own project and I think it started very much as a novelty and it's like a new medium. People are excited. Aesthetics might not matter as much. It's just like, wow, a machine created this. That's exciting. And that was enough. But I think as we move forward, people are going to start to care a little bit more about the craft that goes into training, the models that create this art and care a little bit more about the aesthetics of the end result. And I think we're going to shift in that direction over time here. And I think we're finally getting to a point where it's starting to actually look really good. That's such a great point, because I think that so much of the NFT world is focused on rarities. And, you know, for good reason. These are collectibles. So logically, the rarer collectibles should go for more. But when we think about the fine art world, aesthetics drives a purchasing decision as much if not more than the rarity of the piece so i think that that discrepancy is going to change uh to josh's point it's a really good uh good point uh, i'd like to agree with that as well because looking at it that way it's it's all depending on the the value of any product is always dependent on the individual that's purchasing it and if there was a trait or a certain you know something um you know, something that people can 
or if there's a large proportion of people that can correlate towards one particular thing, that's where the value really hits hits home. I think it's going to be um, a really hard moment for people to digest, or maybe it's the turning point when some kind of computer generated art or collection or something becomes more valuable than some like maybe like a Picasso or or you know a Da Vinci or something, and you have this like watershed moment of people being like, "That's not right. Like that, this can't be what the way that the world's going." We already see it to a small extent now. Oh, we do. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. I guess like yeah, yeah Fidenzas are you know right. Well, it's not artists AI, already, but like yeah, it, I guess it kind of yeah. yeah. Hand drawn artists look at a Fidenza and are like, "Are you kidding me? Yeah. Five million dollars? I can't get three hundred bucks. This took me like a week to do, and some machine spit that out." And again, it's always more nuanced than that. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's where uh, I think you see a lot of conflict between traditional artists and uh, digital native artists. While we're just on quickly on the topic of AI, and this isn't really specifically blockchain related, but I remember. Uh, a year or two ago, there was a list of kind of professions that were at high risk of being replaced by AI. And, uh, and it was, it was done by some like VC firm or something when they were um, looking at investment potential, but uh, it was pretty astounding. Some of the professions that you would think would be untouchable by AI and, and how high risk they were like you, you think like, okay, car manufacturing or even just like, uh, you know, a cook at a restaurant, like that can be physically replicated by a machine and, uh, processes can be, can be trained like that. But, um, even just like the ability to visually diagnose by AI for like patients against like human doctors, uh, has surpassed, um, um, accuracy right and Mm -hmm. looking forward it's just like okay doctor's roles might actually just shift into bedside manner and you know helping people cope and and recover and whatnot right but ai is is becoming highly highly efficient at diagnosis well it's, it's, it's 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 in all walks of life it really literally is i mean as simple as you know from beforehand you have to literally search or whatever you needed to search, but obviously now there's bots and everything along them lines that can mimic what you do, collect the data and, you know, show you what you want to do. And that's just on an everyday kind of thing. Um, I think where, because I do photography, um, using AI equipment for photography, uh, and even for drone flying was unreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first, when I, when I first played with it. Because all, it, it literally made me feel like I didn't have to do nothing, just click it. You I know, mean, yeah. those, it's a great you point. You hear, yeah, you hear photographers say that all the time. I mean, Apple has devoted, uh, you know, a third of their R&D to camera development. Just, you know, the, mali- the machine learning side of their camera sensors that give you a perfect shot by clicking. They don't want you to touch aperture, anything like that. Yep. Just click and get a professional quality shot. It's incredible. Yeah. So. It is incredible. Yeah. I think the other, the other reason I was going to ask, I don't know if you've heard of an NFT project, um, but uh, Alithia AI? I don't know it. Do you no? have a link to it? Um, Maybe drop it in the chat. Uh, I, I will do. Um, yeah, awesome. I will do. Um, it's, um, it's, it's a bit of a weird one. Um, so what it is, it's um hologram was all over that it, in the chat, actually. It's um yeah, no, it was um so what attracted me to it, you can basically smash this pod uh with uh one of eight NFTs, a board ape your club, a pudgy penguin, 
cool cats, gutter cats, um, and a few others. I can't remember them. Um, fluff. And um, it basically turns your NFT into a talkable character. All right. Okay. I'm just pulling um, it up right now. But, and then, yeah, it's on this um, staking stage at the moment. There's level one, level two, level three. Level one was minting at 0 0.1. Level two, I believe, was 0 0.7. And level three was 20 ETH. Um, at the beginning, level one pod, you don't have anything. So you're meant to stake it onto their website, which does look pretty cool, um, and train your, your pod uh, for 40 days. Uh, by training it and staking it for 40 days, um, it will turn to level two. And I think level two is um, like a video chat, a recorded video chat. Uh, level three is a bit more where it's more interactive, but it goes up to eight levels. Uh, the team seem really solid. Um, they don't seem, seem to be in the NFT market as such, like with the hype and the FOMO and the trading as such, but they seem like they've got their own people that were really interested in it. Like really interested. Um, and this Mark is like, Cuban, I'm looking at the website right now. I'm like, this is like some like deep tech shit, <laughs> like aims to preserve cool and concepts. evolve culture yeah. and collective intelligence of the human species. I'm like, whoa, that's, that's big. <laughs> It's a big That's mission really statement. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I want to dive into that. That's one of the cooler concepts I've ever heard. I love, I, I really think the idea that like projects that take the very, very elite and blue chip NFTs and do more with them for that community, but in a good way, that's a, that's a great niche if you have, you know, a good concept. And I think, I think what they're trying to do is once when you've smashed the two together, uh, it, those NFTs run around in their own ecosystem, um, where then I believe the outside or the general public then rent out or hire out these NFTs <laughs> for their own personal use as AI on the go with them. Yeah, this sounds like, not the, like the the bleeding edge metaverse type project. That's pretty cool. I'm actually going to bookmark this and just start to dive in a little bit and maybe we can do more of a segment on it. Um, in I'll, the, I'll in send the you the whitelist, the whitelist. Yeah. I'll send you the whitelist on the, from the discord and I'll send you the discord link as well. Yeah, please do. Thank you so much. Um, I, I I'm not trying to uh, cut you short here. we got a couple yeah, of people with their hands no up, but I've always appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. you coming up two days in a row. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks man. No Anytime. Pleasure. Pleasure. Um, let's do, I know Matt was up first, so I'm going to invite him up. If you are still interested in coming up, there you are. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How are you doing? Hey, man. Hey, doing well. Your first time up um, so, on stage? Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, so I've, I've been inconveniently kind of swamped all the um, little baby apes things stuff going on. So I uh, I was uh, <laughs> pretty wild, actually. I was like, okay, I'm going to just buy one or two in case this becomes like the next big thing. And I actually <laughs> bought about probably 30 seconds before that link was dropped into the discord channel to the dojo. Oh no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, I only got one. So I was planning on buying. So I kind of missed the first half of the show. So like at this point in time, like, I mean, it's pretty much dead, right? Is that the consensus? Well, I mean, unfortunately it doesn't actually look like it. The volume stayed pretty high. Um, when I checked yesterday and like this morning, like it seemed to be really low. I saw the, the floor as low as point like zero four or less. 
Oh, wow. um, and wow. it just seemed to be like that in that bleed out phase that you would expect something like this going through <laughs> to have. Yep. I, I mean, there's two layers yep. to it too, right? It wasn't even just that it was racist. It was that this whole project was stolen and like a complete rug. Um, that I just heard that you guys talking about that. That's wild. Yeah. So, uh, the fact Honestly, that, that like it's still going, it's it just like, like mm. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. I was just, just going to say like that. The whole the fact that stolen like that, it just makes it so much crazier. But, um, okay, so I mean, pretty big. I'm sorry, dude. I'm having a hard time hearing you. You're pretty uh, robotic right now. It's amazing that all of that happened during ape week too. Like it was just the perfect storm that apes happened to be catching this insane bid as this little baby ape project uh, <laughs> launches. I mean, you couldn't have choreographed it better. See, Scott just jumped yeah, up on stage wild. too. Yeah. I mean, the other so thing at this point, I think too, we seem to be in the little baby phase. Like we've got, yeah. Yeah. I, I joined two discords this morning. They were sure mutant baby ape club exists now. And then it looks like little baby <laughs> cool cats is happening soon yeah and there was a 3d project that shubs dropped too um so we seem to have pivoted smoothly right from DAOs to (laughs) shit coins to baby baby projects yeah and it'll work you know how these say the first two or three derivatives will work you know if i can if i can mint uh 0.02 cool cat little baby i mean what's the downside there oh yeah i man i i and they probably look great too like they all look good you know it's very they look very cute. Yeah. Awesome. I tried to get into that and like the, oh, it finally went through. The Discord bot was going absolutely nuts. And uh, I don't even know how many people are in it right now. They don't have a counter, but it was, uh, it was, it was going incredibly crazy. So can you earn your way on that list or is it uh, closed? I don't know. It looks like there's well, like a special squad um, rating for people that boosted the cats. So, or, or the, you about the cool cats one. Yeah. But the thing I think with that one is they're just going to drop the contract. So, I mean, we can just track that. And as soon as the contract oh, cool. goes live, we'll like, we'll announce it. Nice. Jump on it. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, not cool that the little baby ape stuff happened, but yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the one thing I wanted to say real quick is I just want to say uh, welcome to all the new members. I think we had our biggest, biggest day yesterday, right? with new people joining. Yeah. I think we had uh, seven people like in the calendar day yesterday by and, and come into the moon lounge um, and a couple this morning too. So the ball is rolling on that and it's, it's really exciting. And the thing that I'm most happy about is that uh, they all seem to be like really great members of the community already. Like, you know, uh, Seb and um, Cass jumped up yesterday and they're back here today. Uh, Matt, I, I believe you're a newer member of the community, if that's right. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you're up here and like everybody's just kind of participating and, and hopefully having some big wins early on or even providing the big wins as Seb did yesterday. Yeah. And so, I mean, I wanted to give a little bit of praise to you guys. Like the show is fantastic. It's the morning show is like my essential listen every morning um, and then hanging in the voice chat with you guys yesterday. And Seb was the one who jumped in there and was breaking down brain drops, which I yeah. hadn't really been on my radar. And that ended up doing five X if you minted it, you know, within an hour or so before, I guess the word was, uh, Jolly said that the sneaker heads then bricked the floor. Well, you uh, sold for <laughs> almost one ETH, didn't you? 
I ended up getting the number five uh, rarity of the yeah. guy that I minted, which there were, I guess, three different artists. I wasn't, you know, like Seb kind of walked through the whole thing. And so his call out was to mint artist number one, which on his recommendation I did. And yeah, somehow got the number five rarity. So thank you again to Seb. Nailed it. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to like also point out to everybody that's joined um, the the general chat has been like active too. like that's there's been some good uh, conversations going on in there. So it's not I don't want to say it's all about the moon lounge. Like there's a lot of good value in, in the free areas in Alpha Mint. And uh, we're, you know, really encouraged that people have been in there. A lot of people kind of on the fence about whether or not they want to or they're waiting for some some liquidation. But uh, we're not going anywhere. Uh, there's definitely going to be time to to continue to to jump into the moon lounge for the time being. So I just appreciate the fact that everybody has found their way to this discord and is uh, is having a lot of fun with it. Absolutely. Thanks, guys, for joining. Uh, these last two days have been super energetic. And with the market roaring back, this just seems like a, a perfect storm in the right direction. Finally. Oh, the quick question I have for you guys. Did we talk scoundrels? The art blocks drop coming up today. Factory drop, right? Um, I'm not sure. That's a good question. I know yeah, it's a I... pixel, it's animated pixel 2K, and there seems to be a lot of hype for it. I'm wondering if we think it's First, gonna be a gas war. It is factory, but yeah, I'll pull it up right now. Yeah. First hype factory drop, which is which is interesting because the curated drop yesterday seemed to be a flop, huh? That one did not go well. Uh I think people were, they were minting out at two and there were undercutters at like 0.7 or 0.8 right away uh, in that curated collection. And then uh, I would be pretty heartened if a factory did well today and there is some heat around. These are uh, pretty cool (laughs) art blocks, pixel art, I I gotta say. yeah. Um, What time is Scoundrels? 2 p.m.? 3 p.m., yeah. 3 p.m. And it's 0.15 per, so not even uh, the typical dutch auction that art blocks does sometimes so uh that's ah god i i mean this this will be really interesting to review in hindsight because that does seem expensive especially for the track record that factory has um but they look good and eth is down ETH, yeah in, in eth <laughs> terms it's a yeah you get a 10 percent discount so <laughs> Uh, and there's, it's, I mean, if it mints out, which factory has not in the, the last couple that they've done, but, uh, there's only 2000 of them. So, um, a nice small supply if, uh, if it's a successful drop, the The other, I mean, I was just going to, okay, Scott, no, Scott, go. (laughs) No, I was going to say pixels are your thing. Like with this, I mean, how important is it that they get the rarities right on that? There are good rares in here. Cause I don't know much about it other than it's scoundrel pixels. Yeah, I mean, I would think that rarities are going to be paramount uh, initially. Uh, and I mean, maybe aesthetics will play a role. But yeah, I, I I suppose it, you know, they opened that Doodles Lab. I thought specifically for these type of PFP generative project looking things. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, this is this is a cool looking drop. And I think there was so much FUD around generative art over the weekend it could be some sort of exhaustion uh you know despair type of thing on those on those market charts we always see so be watching that one closely are you gonna mint from the tub <laughs> maybe i'm definitely gonna take a bath because it's cold in new york today so i'll i'll bring the laptop this time not just the phone 
<laughs> my um my risky click of the day I saw on the NFT calendar is uh, and we don't normally look at Sol projects, but it's called Gapes on Sol. <laughs> oh no. Um it is Oh no. It is pixel is it art monkey uh like ape art, but like In space? No, that's why I'm curious as to why they're called Gapes, but uh <laughs> I, I don't know how far <laughs> I want to look into this. <laughs> uh, but in, oh, in typical it. Saul fashion, like, just get your own projects, man. Come on. Yeah, we doing? said it yesterday. If you're going to buy NFTs on Saul, at least buy the ones that are, like, original and unique to the chain and aren't just copies of Ethereum. Yeah. Yeah, uh, unnecessary. The Fidenza one got me a couple months ago. Like, it was, like, literally a Fidenza on Saul. And then Tyler Hobbs was like, dude, like, Take this shit down right now. <laughs> Am I the only one who could out? Mm, yes. I don't know. Maybe. No, I still hear you. You can hear me? <laughs> I, I'm i not sure if Cobain is still there. I know we were just going to start to wrap up the show. And thank you, everybody, for coming up. Wait, you guys can't hear me? Did he get rugged? Did we lose him? I think we did. It's, it, I'll tell you, Discord has hello. just been a nightmare today. We, we were disconnected three times on our private hello, call, hello, so that hello. could have been it. But we do this every morning at 9 a.m. We were a little late today. That's 9 a.m. Eastern. So thank you Ooh. to all the new members who have joined and everybody now? listening. Oh, hello. Is that, is that you? That's me. I was just doing I, I was doing my best imitation of you. Please take it away. Uh, where where were we? Are we we done the show now? <laughs> it's all over. I was I, I don't know. I was ending it. I didn't know if there was more. Um I think we had a, a in business. Another just, hand? Yeah, one oh, more hand. Okay. One more. My one bad. More. My bad. We'll quick, quickly get through this. Um All right, cool. You you got a bathtub to get into, I'm sure it's your yeah run into but uh uh, i'm sorry to uh matt and josh but i'm gonna boot you off the stage but uh, thank you so much for for coming up um always always great to have people hang out with us what's going on in business oh we didn't roast rajish no (laughs) you know what it's uh it's all fun and games but he he is one of the perks of being a Moon Lounge member is getting to see that in real time last night. So um, well, let's keep that. Dying, dying, <laughs> dying no, you know um, what? I mean, a lot of it's uh, inside jokes and stuff like that. And, you know, we do record this, so it kind of doesn't translate well. But uh, honestly, like we gave him the brunt of it last night. And it was uh, it was there was some I was dying of laughter for quite a while, <laughs> quite a while there, especially when <laughs> Wendy jumped in. But uh, it yeah. was. um yeah, it was wild. I mean, I I checked this morning and I think the floor was back to like 0.25 on those on the babes. Like they just won't die. Yeah, um, like I was just looking at that and it's 0.15 and it's it kind of just shocking that the volume is and it, it, you know crazy. For, for a little bit of time you you'd be like, "Okay, people don't know about the news and stuff like that, but uh or maybe they still don't, but right? I don't know. I guess that's why it's good to be an Alpha Man member, right? You hear about the news a lot faster. Uh that was it was funny that that happened. You know, I was kind of sharing my experience. We were talking about Weth offers yesterday and, you know, exactly what you were like afraid yeah, of. Right, like, yeah. hey, why I'm terrified of it happened to me yesterday. The floor dumped out on you and you got some filled too, if I uh, recall not correctly. Even, oh, not even the floor. Yeah. I mean, I think the floor dumped and then like 2.7 Weth of offers got filled on me. Oof. Um, and I was I was literally in the middle of trying to transfer out all the money to to make it so that that didn't happen. And then like you know instead of freaking out, I uh, just kind of looked, you know, checking on the volume. The volume was still there, 
So I think I had one that was filled at like 2.1 for a super rare fur. I listed it for 2.75 and it sold in like 10 minutes. Uh, And then I had two out out that were were accepted at 0.2 that I ended up selling for 0.6. So, I mean, that was a great scenario. Actually, that I actually did really well on that, on the liquidation of that. Um, So if you're paying attention, even when the bad stuff happens, you can kind of... Yeah, important to note that that's not a strategy that's maybe viable if you're not around a lot, too. Um, yes, good point. Very good point. You know, like um, if, if you're going to set a bunch of WETH offers uh, and then head to like your 12 hour shift at your day job, like um, it should be on probably a lower volume project, like trying to pick up some some GANs or, or some BGANs and some, you know, GAPES or something like that. But yeah, if you're in a vol- volatile market, uh, you cannot leave those unattended for sure. A launch, yeah. You don't you don't want to be doing that around a launch. That that floors are moving fast. Um, also, I think, guys, I think short the show you marketplace is launching tonight at eight pm. That's uh, interesting. I believe or one one am UTC. I don't know what time exactly that is, and they've got like ten artists, I think, or something like that, that are launching that are having their stuff launch on that platform tonight. Um. So that's something to to look at. I was kind of watching and saw. I was gonna kind of track and see what happens there. If people don't know, Shoyu will be sharing their revenue uh, with the owners of sushi in the form of X sushi, if I am not mistaken. What so a, that's the what X a time of- to be alive. It's like X sushi is the is the governed token for sushi or. It's, it's their yield. It's their yield token. Like every, all of these things have a base token, and then the token they give you for yield, which you can then exchange on Curve. I don't even know, but it <laughs> it, it works for a very large known operation like Sushi. It works, but it is the model every shitcoin does copy in that space afterwards. So there's usually two tokens: a yield token and then the the governance token. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be watching that one, and then I think uh, I, I know I don't know if you, I don't think you guys mentioned it. Um, there, the public mint. I, I think it'll mint out from whitelist today, but that uh, there's some volume on the uh, cosmic Wayburns. Yeah, I think that's one. Oh, that yeah, you were, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Looking at yeah, I, I I aped on that when I saw Sneaky buy fifty of them. Uh, he bought like 30 last night. He bought 20 more this morning. Um, it's kind of been floating in between. I think it went as high as 0.9, went down as low as like 0.5. Um, and I actually had a question for Scott on that. I tried. So somebody, somebody fat fingered, uh, I think they were trying to list for 0.71 and they, they listed for 0.071 and I had my cyber baby watch thing going. Um, Scott, you got to take a look at that thing. It's definitely definitely pretty solid i've been getting some good deals with that uh and uh uh i tried and i i think i like i had it listed at pretty high like 400 guay 400 or like a 700 guay 700 priority uh to grab that because i think at the time the the floor was like 0.7 and uh i got transaction failed i went back and looked and somebody paid 0.44 to uh to, to get that to get that fat finger so Something I got to remember is if you're going to go for one of those fat fingers, you really got to you got to be willing to pay up big time 
uh, if it's a drop where, where people are paying attention and sniping. Can you talk about Crybaby for a little bit? I think that would be interesting for people listening. Yeah, yeah. So we got some new people. So, so if for people that don't know, Cyberbabies is a uh, is an NFT that you can buy. You can check out cyberbabies.io. Um, that they have a, a suite of tools. One of which that they're known for is their um, buy it now. Um, it allows you if you like to snipe instead of if you're more of a um, buy stuff that's on the market versus you're not comfortable minting yet. Um, that tool basically downloads rarities into OpenSea so that you can in, via uh, Chrome extensions that you can see rarities. They're not always, they're always, they calculate it differently if, if a collection has weird metadata, it can be screwed up. So you got to take it with a grain of salt. But then you can see like rarity 100 right there. They have a really nice watch function that they incorporated that a lot of people aren't using yet where you can say, um, uh, it, it uses the OpenSea for API where you can go, okay, uh, you know, if, if something that is a rarity of 100 or less, or just the whole collection is listed for less than this amount, so say like 0.65, then instead of me having to go click a, have it show up on my computer, click a buy button, open MetaMask, and then sign it, it will just pop open MetaMask so that you, all you have to do is hit the sign button. You still want to check to make sure that they didn't do a price switch on you or something, but... Uh, you can you just sign it, and so I've checked the lead, the speed advantage you have of that tool is about 15 seconds over if you were trying if you were waiting for that listing to show up on OpenSea and manually press the button. That's pretty incredible. I I'm going to look into this. What's the floor on uh, oh, on that? Two, it's like, like point two four. Yeah, I think what yeah. might be one interesting point. is if we if we get Clout and FMC one. And then maybe do like a tutorial or a video on it. Cause like, I know what you're saying in business, but I mean, I haven't even done the updates cause they push so many updates, like right. they're a very active dev team and they're from the sneaker, they're a sneaker bot background. Um, but it's one of those things where like, maybe we can make a tutorial on it or something. Cause I don't think they really even have great video content no, on how terrible. to use. They have terrible video. Yeah. They're, I mean, and they're devs. So the fact that like, <laughs> the fact that Scott is like, doesn't even use the watch tool, you know, and he has, I think you have three cyber babies, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I minted like 10 of those things. I, I, did yeah. You, so they're, they're, they're a, an awesome community. They're super active and they are sharp devs, but like just as far as making explainers on how to use the tools, I'd rather get like, because it's like their tools are good and they've got this flash bot coming out too. I'd rather get, Clout and FMC ones so that they can like play around with it. And we make a video for Alphamint members on like, you know, maybe you can weigh into because you're actually making money off of their tools. Yeah, I did. I mean, I, I used that for, for the bait for board for the, uh, the baby ape thing and did really, really well on that, you know, basically opening up multiple windows and saying, you know, if like from now on, when I'm just doing other stuff on my computer, I'm absolutely going to have one window that just has basically is essentially listening for a fat finger. So like if there's some, if, if the floor is, you know, one ETH or something like that, I'm going to have one window open. That's like anything below 0.15, you know, I want you to open that MetaMask and just, just let it rip full send on the gas. Cause that means, you know, if that happens, somebody was either trying to do the scam listing, right. Where they're, they're going to try to flip the price on it. Um, or they accidentally listed it too low. Can and you beat them case, to the D list, though? What was that? Can you beat them to the D list? 
you know, so, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you can. Because that's an interesting uh, like market counteract uh, ca- counteraction to actually just prevent those scams, right? Because you yeah, do you have can, to list can. list the second price and then delist the first price really quickly, so that it you know anybody that's clicked on it in between that still it still shows. But um, it's almost like um anti scam sandwich attack or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I no, that's probably why you haven't. I haven't seen that scam as much. Have you guys? Like, I, well, I, I, that's I that's it was definitely prevalent on like really fast moving drops, um, and we just haven't yes. seen a ton of them lately. So maybe that's why because we haven't really seen a lot yeah. of fast moving lately that and that's what it is but it was interesting to see that because essentially if you can you know click i mean it is to the point where instead of having the three clicks if you're using the watch function you basically get a beep and then i just look at the price and i'm like yep just hit send so it, it's within one second of of the open api watching it every one second so you theoretically could could definitely beat them to in the next block if you're if you're really going full send on it um, I don't think it really makes sense on items that are like below like 0.2 because the transactional expense of going full send on the gas doesn't make sense. But when you start getting into like 0.7 plus, um, you know, you can, you can, I, I knowing it, I, I like, I'm so mad at myself that I didn't spend, you know, 0.5 in gas to, to get that because I think the floor was like point. I just bought one for 0.7. It would have been a, you know, a 0.2 discount, but, you know, being cheap got the best of me and I was trying to get like too good of a deal, you know, but those tools, you know, absolutely. And, and even just your regular buying, I think that's great. I mean, I'm, I was using that if you're just looking to buy a floor, um, you know, that's a great way to just say like if the floor, you know, how people, people will generally list if, if something's moving a lot, people will list about point like a 0.05 you know, around each other, right? Like, you know, the floor might be point six or point six two, and it's kind of hovering. So you can just say that, hey, you know, uh, fire when somebody wants lists for point oh five, like point uh, point oh five nine or something like that, and uh, and you'll you'll just get a good deal on it. You know what I mean? Versus trying, you know, when you're trying to buy a floor and the floor is moving, it's so difficult to grab those, right? You just get frustrated and you have to go up a little bit higher. For so sure. it's a good way to do your regular buying if you're just like, I just want any floor and you're not as concerned about you know, the specific you know look of the of the NFT that you're buying. It's a little weird though. I'm a little twisted like that where I'm, you know, I a lot of people want to look at the NFT that they're getting and they want to make sure that it's exactly what they want. You know, I'm just looking at that as a, you know, can I resell this and make money? So I'm okay with pressing the send button without seeing what I'm buying. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, everybody has some different investment thesis. You know, you're you're a little more cold, calculating, and uh, you know, methodical. And 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 there's nothing wrong with that, especially you know, as um, at the end of the day, like you know, we like the JPEGs, we like looking at them. Um, but there are definitely traders that uh, have more conviction and passion plays. Uh, typically, tend to be a little bit more longer term. Although you can apply that to a short short term if you see. A project that like you know visually appeals to you and looks great uh it definitely doesn't hurt to to even just do a quick trade on that just because a lot of times it will have a successful drop it will have a, a good little run up too right um but yeah. well, and when time is especially if you're if you have a limited bankroll when time is money to you like it's like you can afford to trade time you know if you're just getting in and you've got you know if it's the guy people that are in here and you've got less than like a half an ETH to spend um, 
you know, having one of these tools where you really learn to use it can save you, you know, you, yeah, you can I mean, if you don't mind me cutting you off, I, I, I would probably like, especially if you're new here, True, um, like yeah, just yeah. dabble in like slower moving things that you, you know, get a couple of NFTs that you actually like, uh, so you can go through the process of actually having them, uh, listing them. There's a lot of nuance to trading quickly that a lot of people don't, yes. um, Good point. you can't really learn on the fly, right? Like, it's 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 you you will ab- accumulate enormous gas fees if you list and realize you missed the floor and then you list again and you keep trying to play catch up as that floor is dropping it doesn't even matter what you end up selling it for you'll probably just get eaten alive in gas right so and that's something that you you kind of have to go through your chops of doing so i mean i think that the, personally i think that this is a tool that is great for you um and great for somebody that's you know in, in the medium and long term um, of uh, experience in in trading, but uh, if if the price is high, I, I, personally, I wouldn't recommend anybody burning a lot of liquidity on like advanced tools over actually yeah. just dipping your toe yeah, in yeah, and yeah. And, uh-huh. and finding your own way. Yeah, and the one thing I wanted to add to that too is it definitely is a high liquidity strategy, the one you're describing, yeah. and I mean it can be profitable, but I w- I would very much characterize it as a like highly advanced That's strategy too. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would and agree. Even with from that. my even from myself trying it personally, um, I found that I didn't enjoy it. And it can be profitable, but like I enjoy minting and the same thing. It's it's not like I hold every JPEG, but like, you know, some you find you like and you can mint and possibly hit a rare. So like I'm excited, mm-hmm. for example, for their flashbot tool because that'll help with minting. And that's everyone it's great. There's a different strategy for everyone. And I love me, like the one yeah. you were describing was too honestly, it was too intense. For me, like minting kind of like is high volatility. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I mean, minting is definitely the way. I'm I'm definitely in the same boat. I'm excited for the for the flash bot as well. Have you noticed? So they're in the they're in the public sale, and there's still two thousand left. Uh, apparently, a lot of people didn't well, buy their tokens. It doesn't it doesn't exist yet. The tool. So right. There's a lot of there's a lot of speculation. So I'll I'll report. I bought a couple just to like kind of report to everyone and let people know if it works and how easy it is. Like what level of advanced it is because it's 0.03, but yeah, I mean the cost, like Cloud is saying, if you have low liquidity, yeah. there's no reason to spend 0.25 on a okay. Cyber Baby and then 0.03 on it. It's also one-time use, so like you use it. Let's not say you don't get your drop, you've burned your key. The yeah. Flashbot, not this, not the Cyber Baby. Y- yes, yeah, the fla- yeah the Flashbot tool. But and, I mean, like, to me, just, oh, if, it's, ahead, if, if they can make it as a you know very simple, easy to use. Flashbot tool for people that are trying to mint and are getting gassed out, like it's going to pay for itself on one drop, but it has to work. So we've got to wait and see, does it work? We're also seeing that transition and shift of mints, right? Like, uh, so in the case of Wayburns, you know, they, they did 30, it was, I think like 3,500, but the entire thing was pretty much whitelisted. Um, you know, I think they may have a couple at the end that something like that would be usable, but I, I don't know. What, what do your guys take on? Do you think we're kind of coming to the end of, uh, you know, anybody can mint 10 or anybody can mint 20 of this kind of uh, season of NFT mints? It's really hard to say that trend. I don't know. Like, let's throw it to free market. He generally has a pretty good sense of um, like meta shifts. Well, I mean, I, you know, I think that all that stuff will come back. It won't be exactly the same, you know, history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. So yeah, we're, 
it all just looks so bad because we're in such a low volume pullback that's barely, you know, starting to tick up. But I, I think that will be around again. I mean, I don't think most NFT traders are sophisticated or using this equipment. And I think that, you know, I do think those larger mints will come. The ability to, you know, mint 10 at a time. Yeah, that's going to come back. I think when mints come back and volume comes back, it's just money rotated out and is on the sidelines right now. Yeah, it's interesting to kind of look at how these shifts happen with mints and drops and how projects kind of react to them. Um, you know, before it was uh, big planned drops, not huge whitelist, and then these big gas wars, and then everybody uh, shifted to stealth drops, right? Like it, it in the span of a week, the NFT calendar almost became irrelevant. Um, and then some, some scams started happening and then people were like, we got to whitelist more. And then it just shifted like all the way to like, everybody's got to be whitelisted. And then whitelist became such a big trend that, um, everybody was trying to just get on every single whitelist that they could get. And then minting kind of just stopped. Right. And I personally believe that it was because everybody was going on these whitelists and they were on so many of them that they couldn't actually participate in every single whitelist that they were doing. Right. Or they didn't believe in half the whitelist that they were on. So now, once the drop happens and the whitelist presale um, minting starts happening, everybody's wait in this like who's going to go first kind of mode, right? There's probably if there's ten thousand people, uh, no, that's too much. Let's say if there's five thousand people on a whitelist, maybe one or two thousand of them aren't aren't sure if they're even going to mint or have just completely forgotten about it. And now everyone's like, "Where's the volume? Where's the volume? Where's the volume?" Everybody's waiting for somebody point. else to mint. And then the project actually just dies. And I think that that was almost um, the end of our current NFT trend in terms of uh, like minting and project drops that in an overabundance of absolute shit. But so uh, I think, yeah, go ahead. I think if you if you watch football over decades, you'll see that the strategy shifts back and forth. Oh, between yeah, all the time. De- defense dominant versus offense dominant. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that and running and passing, too. Right. Look at the NBA even more recently. They were like, oh, wow, three points is a lot more than two points. And they just like let it fire. But you know what? There's going to be some like a seven foot three guy that could run the floor super fast. And, you know, all of a sudden you can't stop him in the paint. He's going to be, you know, shooting 75 percent from the floor. And then the meta is going to have to start to shift to meet that. Now, mathematically, that might not be the case. It, It almost feels like something has been solved in basketball in terms of like the three point range and just like how far people can shoot from. But um, yeah, like, like to your point, it's just like all of these sports, even like esports, if you want to talk about like our, like real time strategy games and stuff like that, like you see a, a shift of meta where like, you know, um, like cheesy play really works really well. And then people figure out how to shut that down. And it, you know, it, and, you're always and kind of a- following the trend. Right. And that's exactly what I'm getting to, right? There's three concerned parties here. There's traders, there's the people who are who run the project and the creators of the project, and there's the miners, right? Now, everyone's trying to get the largest piece of the pie. And as the as the trends change, that strategy shifts. And each each party is a smart, rational player in this game theory. And that's really what we saw happen, right? As as miners were the ones taking a lot of money early, traders adjusted and projects adjusted to that. And it got to a point where projects were able to pull as much of the gains forward to their mint as possible towards the end by whitelisting everyone and basically eliminating gas wars and public sales. 
that was never sustainable, especially when the market was eventually going to pull back. That's what it did. Everyone's in disarray. Everything's resetting. Some people win this week. The other party wins the other week. I think when it so, comes, you know. I'm going to jump on that as well with the whole sure. project side of things. It doesn't make sense for a project to let people do mass transaction, big, big mint transactions. Cause like now mm-hmm. you have like a mev situation where your entire project yeah. is owned by one person and now yeah. your, your community is fucked because right. they, they're just going to get dumped on. So like, it literally makes zero sense to continue that trend. I think we have enough market data now where it's not advantageous to projects. But then again, obviously if you want to, you know, get your royalties and, and, and people trading in your project you gotta you know control that as well can i play the devil's advocate to that point though and i'm only just doing it (laughs) i wanted to play the devil's advocate on that one actually no go first go for it no and i actually i sorry i i want to preface this uh by saying like i actually agree with drip cult but like if 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 that is the response then i could also see how the meta would shift to buy but go ahead no I, i i agree with him as well it has there's a there's a, a somewhat of a you know there's a tax on the project from a community standpoint but at the same time a lot of these large traders act as the liquidity providers for these projects as well and without them without that like early ramp on and volume like you said like the the fire never gets stoked enough for the project to catch catch its wind in its sails and then maybe I mean, that's what we're seeing nice. with these whitelist right with these whitelist projects sorry what's that trip that crypto dads proves that entire point wrong what was the what was the, what what get walk through the the like the flow of crypto dads just whitelisted everybody and, and got their entire community or, or got their entire uh unique ownership up in the yeah. whole project that did that what like five eight eth fucking run like that was insane if, yeah i guess if you if you can pull it off right so i think that was um that's what they were saying is like if you can pull off the all whitelist strategy it is the best strategy but if you fall short then you don't have the liquidity provider that acts as a marketing agent for you by having all those transactions like uh i mean look at baby apes i think it was the volume that brought everybody in right like people were like man this thing is like like this is trading, this is selling, there's activity. Yeah, 100%. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I miss the days where I could mint, you know, 10, 20, 50 yeah. of a, tra- of a project. Like that was, that was the heyday. You made so much money on that. Like as a trader and, and I love volume trading. I love being in the trenches. That's where I made most of my money. So I'm right there with you. I get that hundred percent, but on a project side, if you're trying to actually build something and, and I completely agree support your community, it makes zero sense to continue that trend anyway. And the other thing too, thinking future if you're just getting into the space, like, do you imagine minting every pro- going to mint a project and you just get beat out every single time by the same whales over and over and over? How quickly that's going to get old? Like, you're not going to yeah. want to participate in that. Yeah, you know what? It's a good point because as somebody that's like, you know, I'm not super liquid and I'm I'm certainly not a whale, but I'm also um, willing to get into a gas war. Um, but most people aren't. And, uh, yeah, I, I definitely see the frustration. What I was going to say to the point earlier was that, you know, let's like, let's just draw this out to the extreme side of the equation and say it's a 10,000 drop, um, that has 10,000 whitelisted people, uh, and they all get one, one mint each. Right. And let's just assume for the sake of the argument that they're all actually going to fulfill that mint. Um, what happens is the, the drop I think will go down. And everybody only gets one of these and now they don't want to release it. Right. So now all of a sudden the floor goes very high on small amounts of volume 
And immediately everybody that was on the outside looking in trying to get into it uh, has no point of entry because the community has decided to make um, a, a core group of diamond handed holders. Right. And I, I just wonder if maybe that that kills the, the, the like short kind of describing orcs right now. That's exactly what happened with orcs. True. Yeah, actually that's, that's a really good point. Um, now I wasn't really like orcs kind of provided their own liquidity as you started to mint more, which, uh, you know, was a trend in, in and of itself, but yeah, you're right. Uh, like I, I guess at the end of the day, like, do you think that that was long term good for orcs? I mean, it's still a project that's doing well and it's got yeah, activity. I mean, it was short term. It was good for good for. Oh, I guess they didn't actually. They had no royalties, huh? So no. <laughs> no, there's there's tons of like um, interesting discussion that can, and that's why I just think that like there's no right answer. It's all like in this point in time that this might be the optimal way to do it, but that might not be. Um, great two, three, four, five yeah. weeks from now. And I think that that's why a lot of projects that you think were going to do well ended up didn't, or like they didn't end up doing well because they're trying to play for the meta, but they're not dropping for three, three, four weeks from now. And, and then they don't pivot, right? Yeah. I think free market laid it out perfectly. It's just, it depends on what camp you're in. If you're a trader, if you're yeah. a project uh, owner or. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, it uh, is, it does feel like this like big three way tug of war where like, each um each point in the meta is is better for one of those individual groups and they're all kind of trying to fight for their own uh you know their own successes so but uh yeah you know what honestly um, amazing discussion um you know these these shows are now getting into over an hour and a half long because uh people are are jumping up here and 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 coming and having these discussions with us so i know that i appreciate that a lot and i know free market and uh the alpha mint team does too this has been a lot of fun and the growth over the in the discord in the last couple days has been absolutely outstanding so we appreciate that and uh, we look forward to having more and more people join up with us so um as always like feel free to reach out to any of the team members or the mods if you need anything if you have any questions but uh it's a it's a really exciting time for nfts for crypto and of course for alpha mint as well so um do do either of you two have anything you want to close off with good luck at the tables dgens Drips good. All right. Um, yeah. And as I've said before, uh, we do record this. So if you missed any of it, uh, if you want to go back on past episodes or if you can't tune in, we do do this Monday to Friday um, and we record them all. They go up on Spotify, Apple Music and YouTube. And if you watch on YouTube, uh, you know, I do have the browser up and you can follow along with me for for some visuals. So uh, great to see some numbers coming up on that as well. And if you want to just give us a little bit of support, just go check it out and hit the subscribe button definitely helps with the algorithm a little bit but if you don't it's up to you so anyways um for uh for myself and free market and everybody at alphamint thank you so much and we will do it again tomorrow hopefully at 9 a.m